Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is John Cunnell from the film consulting and promoting initiative Felix Motor Society. Now, let's start the show. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen Media Empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Humble Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm J.K. Amelou, the writer-director of Deviation. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stuart. Page the screen. .com up in my bar, please. Snake, get up to my motorcycle, running and tracking up with my fucking snake, genius. With Dom, eating pizza, and pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. The From Page to Screen Moviecast. Good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. And good evening, other sir. Hello. Hello Hello there. I'm going to make sure I introduce you guys, because I know who you are, and you pretty much know who each, who each other is but <laughs> other people might not so we have uh, Robert Dyer self-admitted Power Ranger fan and the only person I know who actually admits to crying at a Tony Todd performance how are you doing Rob? I'm good I'm very good um, how are you? I'm alright I think and uh, the, the silent gentleman who's waiting for his introduction Bob Whitworth the man who currently lives in a house Filled with boxes, which are filled with books and Blu-rays and the rest of his own house. So your house is currently <laughs> devouring itself, I believe, isn't it? It is. Yeah, Oozle and Bird. Is, is that the law firm you're using? or? No, no, no. For those of you that don't get that reference, I didn't. watch the Carry On films. Oh, I've only seen like two of those. I'm, I'm, ah. And that's the first two. <laughs> Have you seen them all? All the Carry On movies? Probably 90, 90 95%. What about you, Rob? Uh, I've seen a, a good deal of them. Um, probably not all, though. Oh, you probably not watched some of them because they're in black and white. <laughs> oh, I've got nothing against black and white. But we—I'm not. Call, I wasn't calling you a racist or anything. It's like I'm referring to the film homework. <laughs> I've nothing. I could snip it. That couldn't get Rob into loads of trouble. I'm nothing against black and white. <laughs> so it's been a couple of weeks since we managed to podcast it's episode 481 which means there's 19 left until the big 500 so uh, i'm not sure what i'm gonna do i'm pondering bob you and i were talking about concluding the series of podcasts that we did 
yes. think that may be the 500th one, and I may actually... <laughs> it would that, make... that, that, yeah, just because, you know, you don't want Rob on that one, do you? You know, just, well, just leave it, him out there. No, oh. you, you could sit and listen, but it's because... Uh, <laughs> of course I can. I can head to the website and listen anytime I like. Yeah, of course you can. And what is that website? The Geek House Podcast, I believe. So, Geekhousepodcast.com. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I'm not quite sure. Some people put loads of work into like these round number episodes, and to be honest, I haven't got the time or the energy <laughs> or the inclination to do something special. So I'll just sort of pick a topic or or something. We may, uh, I mean, you could join in at one Rob, but because you've been here for quite a few episodes, but I may just do something about right. Here's all the crazy things that have happened since episode one. A reminiscence. And, uh, I, I spoke to Bob at one point. I was pondering editing all 500 episodes together into one <laughs> big long MP3 and just uploading that. And it would be the ultimate. It'd be quite long, but yeah. I don't know how many people would make it to the end. I don't think I would, to be honest. I don't think the computer would either. <laughs> I don't think they'd allow you to upload that, would they? No. Talks you get a bit snotty if you upload anything over 100 meg. So I'm thinking... That would blow the doors off. The, the, the quality of it would have to be really, really bad. I mean, t- yeah. some say the quality <laughs> is really, really bad, but I mean, the sound quality is really, really bad to <laughs> to sort of get probably about 700 hours, maybe. It would sound like a podcast that was recorded in Northampton. It probably would, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> there's, there's many podcasts. I've uploaded a few of the Lost Years podcasts. Oh don't think any of them were recorded in Northampton, which is probably a good thing. I was going to say that a couple of them would have been okay, because those are the ones, if you remember, we actually did record some around the table. I was listening to that one last week because I was trying to find this, uh, a film crew from the film Cicada, and they came on and they said, oh, you know, we want to uh, put the, the old episode that we were on years ago, yeah. We want to put it on our feed, so can you send us the link? And this was one of the Lost Podcast <laughs> episodes. So I found it and by trawling through loads, and I found the one that we all recorded when we sat around the table talking yeah. about film censorship and what it was like to be a, you know, I think you talked about what it was like to be a parent. And yes. What, and uh, Annette's daughter was there, and Annette was there, and she's obviously a parent. So I, I was the only one that I'm like, it's just me, really. I just watch whatever I want because nobody. <laughs> I'm not a parent, so. But yeah, so some of the Northampton ones did work, but some of them, yeah. I, I, I dread going back listening to some of them. Why? Because the internet was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's the quality of the sound, not the quality of the content. Yeah, I think the quality of the content's improved slightly over the past few years. <laughs> slightly. Some say, some say not though, because was, I've spoke to you guys, and it's like I, did, I haven't done that many guest episodes this year until the past couple of months. So yeah. they're quality ones. I love doing them; they're great. I did one last week. I finished work at eight o'clock on the Wednesday morning. Got home, slept for about an hour and a half. Got up and recorded a podcast for I think about an hour with Andrea Rose, who's an actor but also a scare actor. Didn't even know that scare actor was a title, but it is. So Bob, Bob knows all about that. But uh, Andrea yes. works in films and theatre and stuff, but she also does escape rooms and dungeons. And she's one of the character actors in those places. So I'm like, tell Ooh, me more. Fun. This is, it was interesting. It was good, but yeah. I was a little bit tired. Because <laughs> I would have been. I'd just finished the 12-hour shift and had 90 <laughs> minutes sleep. 
Power nap. Power nap. <laughs> Pretty much was. And this morning I finished at 7 o'clock because our hours have changed slightly. So Ooh. we no longer start at 9 o'clock and finish at 8. We start at 8 o'clock and finish at 7. Hmm. Don't really make much difference to me. I was going to say, is that better or worse for you? Uh, it's probably better, I think. Yeah. Because if I'm starting at 9 o'clock, I'm leaving the house at half 7. So by half 6, I'm sitting around just staring at the clock, waiting to leave. Good Where as I finish in the morning, I could get an extra hour's sleep, and it's kind mm. of closer <laughs> to getting to sleep at a reasonable hour. I don't yeah. Eight o'clock in the morning is not really a reasonable time to go to sleep, but it's better than nine o'clock. So yeah, uh, but that's just this week we've been doing that. So the body clocks took a bit of a pounding. Oh, but, uh, all is good. You'll get used to it eventually. Pretty much. Hopefully. And I'm now off for a few days, so I can catch up on bits and pieces and cut i don't need to catch up on watching anything because i've got like schindler's list here it's terrible i've watched loads of stuff uh, <laughs> but i've been i've gone back into writing again which is good yeah so i i decided to tweak very slightly the third mimi script or as i like to call it totally rewrite it and expand it <laughs> <laughs> so i'm currently i think it's oh, it was getting that way. It's uh, it was originally about seven or eight pages, which would be a little bit longer. You know, you, yeah. normally it's a, a minute per page, on average. But then when yeah. you've got, that's how you generally work it out. So if somebody gives you a screenplay, it's like four hundred pages. You go, yeah, that's not going to fit into a two-hour movie. <laughs> so it's usually a page a minute. So, yeah. but obviously, if you've got like three lines of dialogue that would take two minutes to do on screen, then it kind of faffs around in the numbers but uh, yeah. so it's gone from seven it's currently on about 19 in a minute and i've Ooh. still got a lot to put into it because i was speaking to lumis's mum, and she was like we need it we need it to be dark i'm like okay i'll make it dark <laughs> so i made it kind of dark like like gray i thought and i thought right i'll send her a draft over so i sent this draft over went it's a very rough draft you did ask for dark let me know if that's a little bit too dark and she went Oh my God, that's amazing! Can we make it darker? I'm like, you do realize, <laughs> you do realize that's your daughter, don't you? <laughs> so it's like, oh my God, it's kind of it's uncomfortable f- for me to write, and it's probably going to be uncomfortable for me to film as well. But it's in, it'll be interesting. Yeah, but I think part of that is because you know these people. You know, if this, if you were writing this for. You know, someone, you know, totally random people that you'd never met. Oh, you know, God, you were no. passing the screenplay on yeah. to, you know, somewhere over in America and what have you. You wouldn't even have the problem. <laughs> no, I wouldn't You'd do just it. write it. No, I wouldn't. I'd be the opposite. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, not at all. <laughs> and it's not, there's nothing on screen graphic. It's just the nature of the dialogue is yeah. kind of inappropriate and dark. You know, bearing in mind how old she is and how old the, the other character's going to be, so it's yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I was talking to Annette about it. She went, "Oh, God, I'm looking forward to reading it." I'm thinking, "I'm not looking forward to you reading it." She'll <laughs> freak. I'll get psychoanalyzed. It's like no, <laughs> but you know, it's it's the continuation. The volume's been turned up on the third one, so yeah. that's quite good. She's becoming exactly what she needs to become. So, and it won't cost any more. <laughs> um, Mrs. mum said oh maybe we could write like this character in we could have scenes where this happens and that happens I'm like no because that would cost me money It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the, the film's getting longer but it's all still set in the one room because that's how much it'll cost me so yeah, uh, I'm running one of those horrible Indiegogo things at the minute 
which is on 95 quid. I hate mm-hmm. it. It's terrible. And this is just for the video card and any incidentals yes. and stuff. But I still hate doing them. And it's, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'll never get used to it. But it's £95. I don't have to find for the 140 quid video card. So I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Still got you like need... three weeks to go. So. I'm going to say, you need to take a page out of Fraser's book. I don't, well, he's running another one, isn't he, now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but he's got more money in his than I have in mine. And I'm like, hang on a minute. I, I do lots. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't do work for other people, but I do tons. Um, yeah. You know, whenever I'm not at work, I'm constantly helping other people. It's like, get your hands in your bloody wallets. So, <laughs> but that's the never-ending battle of crowdfunding, sure. I think. You just yeah. instantly presume that people are going to throw gold bars and bitcoins at you, but kind of doesn't work that way, does it? So, But all will be fine. Hopefully you'll get a pleasant surprise one day. You never know. It's Whatever it is, it's, it's not an all-or-nothing target anyway, so it just saves me finding a chunk of money to get the video card, the... Uh, prop that I need for the second one and then the location for the third one so I've just yes. lumped it all into this one campaign so it'll all go towards it I'm probably going to be filming the third one and the second one in November because I spoke to Lemis's mum saying right when are you fixed she said well any time in November any weekend in November other than that weekend so I'm like right so I check my work rotor and I'm free for the surrounding weekends that she's not free so it'll be one of those Yeah. so it should be fun <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and film both films in the same weekend. Ooh, that's going to be a busy weekend. Well, the, you, the second one, I've talked to you through the second film. Yes, yeah, that's, that's easy. That's like an afternoon, if anything. And then we could assuming just, you get it right on the first cut. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think <laughs> with that one, I'm just literally just going to point the camera at a face. <laughs> it's yeah. all right. Just talk, perform for me. Just do yeah. it. It'll be fine. So, how's things with? Uh, uh, Bob House. We um, everything okay so far. Um, Good. For once, everything seems to be going right. I'm kind of worried. <laughs> yeah, because you're not used yeah. to everything going right. Well, this is it. You know, it's the fool killer. When you think everything's going right, something you've obviously overlooked something. Yeah. <laughs> or am I just being cynical? Uh, Rob, is he being cynical? Probably. He's asleep. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Um, when it comes to uh, a house, uh, all I can uh, advise on is uh, be prepared to find, uh, you know, wallpaper over holes in your roof and that kind of stuff. You know that. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a, a whole gable end that needs some work on it. <laughs> Does that class? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah. Don't you, you ship you some sand? <laughs> Oh, no, I've got a beach down the bottom end of the road. Sand's not a problem. There you go, then you don't need any sand, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like it. Just the skilled labour now. Yes. But the sun, is, get, it, money. The sun is getting ready to rise for you soon, no, Bob, isn't it? And hopefully oh, yeah, you will be yeah. in the house. Uh, well, this time next month, you could just say, Kai, I mean, sooner than that, but hopefully... I can, can, you can say definitely that yes. basically two weeks today, I will be sat in my new house. Nice. Assuming everything goes right. Yes. Well, everything seems to be going right so far. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, until you're in there, it's like no, I'll believe it. So yeah, on on Thursday the nineteenth itself, when I get the keys. Yes. There you go. Once you get the keys, you'll be a happy person. So. Oh yeah. What about well, I'm more happy than I normally am? Yes. What about yourself, Rob? What's been a while since we had a chat? What's new with yourself? Uh, I've been sleeping a lot. 
<laughs> what, for like two weeks? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been that long since I've been on one of these podcasts. Um, um, I don't know... Uh, where you've been updated but i've been having some back issues uh more than usual anyway um and i it got to the point where um i could hardly walk so um back to the doctors and um i have been given more medication uh, on top of the medication that i take daily anyway um one of which comes with warnings about operating heavy machinery and drowsiness. Um, the new medication, however, that is now complementing this and um, um, partly um, painkiller medicine also has warnings about drowsiness and operating heavy machinery. So put them all together and... Um, don't, don't drive a bulldozer. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I can't work on your gable end. <laughs> oh, damn. There I was looking for free labour. I know. <laughs> Oh, so there you go. Are you are you managing to cope without driving a bulldozer or any heavy machinery, or he just he's, st- he's it, saving it, all that work up until the back's better? Yeah, it's tough, but you know what can I do? Not drive a bulldozer, I think is mm-hmm. probably the thing on that one. Or at least you know change it to one of those um, like Royal Engineer vehicles. So if you do kind <laughs> of hit anything, you're going to come off best. Yeah, <laughs> that would work. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think what I've been up to. Probably just like <laughs> work, work, sleep, writing, uh, watching stupid amounts of films. I yeah. re edited very slightly the travel film that I shot in 2008, which has now been listed on IMDb and uh, <laughs> is now back on YouTube. And, Excellent. Uh, so I am, I need a new video card to edit the Mimi footage which is shot in 4K but the film I shot in 2008 uh, there's like 720p I think that was actually <laughs> uploaded in so the PC was very happy with that so I uh, had fun submitting it to IMDB because they, they like announcements and they show me the page where it mentions the film and uh, so they, yeah. kept, they kept rejecting the title going Does, we can't find any evidence of this so I wrote them this whole paragraph going look you won't find any mention of it. This was shot 11 years ago. It's uh, hidden on a YouTube channel. I've re-edited it, and because I'm doing other films, blah, 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 blah. And they went, oh, fine, thank you. So that's now listed. So I Excellent. need to put your credit on, Bob, because you're actually in the first You can episode. hear my voice. I need to start referring to it as an episode. You can see your reflection at one point, because now Ooh, it's a film. Commiserations. And uh, it's a fun film. It was... For anybody who's not seen it, which is probably anybody, I think there's only like <laughs> 10 people that did watch. Because I divided it up into 10 episodes, which yeah. was kind of daft. Because back in the day, YouTube didn't seem to like you putting anything longer than however long on. But they seem yeah. to relax those rules. It's an hour and a quarter, and it's me heading to Manchester Airport with a pile of money in my pocket and a camera. Going, right, give me a one-way ticket for wherever you're going. And then uh, meeting up with a bunch of strangers traveling around various bits and places with no reservations whatsoever and no idea where we're going and i filmed it all so it was uh, it was fun ah, i'm happy to say i've seen that then you've watched that you've watched that <laughs> I one have. You? Yes. i watched that uh, before i was even on the podcast wow it was fun <laughs> it was a very fun experiment the only editing i did i put a couple of new titles on it because i put the budget on at the end and yeah. the final episode had this montage with this proper music track over it, but it's not my music track because, you know, now YouTube care about things like that. So I've 
borrowed, well, been given a, a track from Carl Francis, who's done the music for the Mimi films, and he said, yeah, you can use this track. So I've put that over Sweet. the montage. I haven't re-edited the montage or anything because I have no extra footage. All yeah. that exists of that film is what it is. Is in it. Is in it. <laughs> and I wish I still had all the tapes because I, I filled 10 tapes worth of stuff. But, yeah. you know, so there was yeah. a lot of stuff. But it's all gone. I'm forgetting everything was on tape those days, wasn't it? It was on little mini DV tapes. Yeah. I purposely put one new tape in each day and I marked them up so it was like, it was over 10 days. So it was like wow. day one, day two. So there was 10 tapes. And then, so I don't know how long it was in total. It would have been <laughs> like three, four hours, which I, I would love to yeah. have had that had version. The full I don't even have a working mini DV camera anymore. So. Oh. You know, I've got all our Vegas trips and stuff. I've managed to get a lot of those onto YouTube. So you're actually on YouTube, yeah. Bob. Oh, uh, with, Christ. With the Vegas. Why you have to tell me that? Well, I think you're on there somewhere. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get all the footage that I've ever shot onto yeah. YouTube, which is quite easy. But then when you think of all the sci-fi whale stuff, that's tons. Oh, yeah. That's tons of footage and so incomplete panels and everything. So I need to kind of work out how to <laughs> salvage a lot of those and stuff. So... But uh, yeah, so that, that immortal scene of where's the cameraman? He's gone for lunch. <laughs> yes, but, but then I ended up going to San Diego Comic Con. So yes, you know, if I didn't do that, then Rob may not have met Neil Johnson. So exactly true. Uh, what a pleasure that was. Well, hopefully Neil's okay because he dislocated his shoulder. Uh, he yeah. hurt hurt himself in the Isle of Sky, which sounds painful. So. Um, but yeah, I've yeah. not, not spoke to him in a little while, but I'm hoping he's okay. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's very busy ed- editing his epic Time War movie. I was going to say, did you ever find out how he hurt himself? No, I think I mean, we know what the injury is, but yeah, I mean, was he skydiving? I don't think he was skydiving. He was probably running away from, from security An angry or something. Highland yeah, probably. Yeah. Chasing <laughs> a drone, probably. That's what he tends to. <laughs> Whenever he's over here in the UK, I think he always has to crash a drone. Oh. So I think it was probably something like that, but yeah, he, I think he just he fell over and he dislocated his shoulder. So, Ow. which is not good for a cameraman. No, because you kind of need your shoulders. Yes, but unless he's going to shoot everything on a GoPro, which is possible. <laughs> he could, uh, he or could a possibly tripod. do that, or a tripod. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so oh. uh, I'll try that. Yeah. So what else would be? That's pretty much it. That's yeah, that's like shortest episode ever. No, it's not. There you go. <laughs> oh, I did. Um, I reset up my PlayStation Three, so I have a PS4 Pro. I upgraded from a PS4, and Bob, you got it me when I was in Northampton, I think, didn't you? The PS3, yeah. The PS3. It was so, a it was a birthday present, wasn't it? It was indeed. Yeah. So what I did then, and what you could you still do now, is you sign up for the the online thing, and they give you however many games free. You just add them to your library download them whenever so i have got loads of games ps3 is filled with with <laughs> ps3 games it's like I, I don't know how big the hard drive is but there's a lot of games there's probably about 40 50 games on that so yeah. I thought, i'm going to set it up because it's still linked to the playstation account that i'm using now so yeah. i can get all the trophies because it's like cool. yay so i've got that upstairs connected to the computer monitor that that you also <laughs> gave me bob half my room you've got me somehow <laughs> the printer you got me that monitor got me that uh, <laughs> PS3, you got me that. I think I think we're up to date now. Ah, but you reciprocated. I mean, you know, my 
uh, tablet. You got me yes, that. I did. Yeah. So I've got your PS4, your yes. old one. Right. <laughs> to be fair, you bought that from me, so that's good. Oh yeah, but, but it was uh, a very cheap price. It was. Yeah, if I was buying that myself, I'd have paid at least double. Oh, but, easily. Uh, and you've got yeah. all those games on it as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which is great. So yeah, quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm going through some of the games and Tom Clancy's End Game or something I think was on there. So oh, I'll play that. Connecting to server. Boink. Server not available. <laughs> server not available. Well, there's a shock. So I del- deleted that game and then there was Ace Combat version something or other. Thought oh, I'll play that. Connecting to server. No. <laughs> Right, get rid of that game as well. This I can see a pattern. pattern here. I can see a pattern here. Anything that needs to be played online ain't happening. So I thought, oh, Medal of Honor, a Warfighter. I'll play that, and I played that. So I've got like seven oh. percent worth of trophies. So I'm sitting there upstairs, <laughs> headphones on, playing. It, it looks good. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the graphics on a PS3, oh, no. even to this day. So I'm, I'm happily working my way through some of those games, and I still have two Xbox 360s. Wow, so, which some of them have got quite a lot of games on, so I need to get that up and running so I can play various well, games and whatnot. Uh, that brings me to a point that I've got to make. To you know, me going on a rant for all our listeners and what have you. One of the things that bugs me about the Xbox, um, and this is something that my daughter has highlighted, I've got an Xbox 360. Like it, you know, love playing a lot of the games. I was thinking of upgrading to one of the later ones, the Xbox One S, the One X, whatever. Okay. However, a lot of the games that I love playing have not been converted. They will not run on mm-hmm. the Xbox One versions. So it's a case of I'm thinking, why should, you know, 50% of what I want to play would not run. Well, what games have you got that, well, that you think haven't been converted? Um, I'm trying to think which are the ones. There's a few that we've got that basically Emily's gone. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, Naughty Bear. All right, okay. Yeah, you know, that's one that we like playing. There's a couple of those. There's uh, a few other games, and it, it's you know she's highlighted the fact because you know her mum's got a an Xbox One S. Yeah. So it's a case of oh you know she, when I see her she's oh we can't download that on the One S. It's you know it won't work. Right. Cause what? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. are you going to be a household that has two consoles? Because I know you've got the PS4. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of. If my ex-wife is listening to this, I'll get crucified. But, <laughs> but when I move to the new house, um, I mean, you've seen the setup that I've got here at the moment. Yeah. Nice big TV and what have you. That's going to go in the lounge, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have the PS4 connected to that. Right. When I got this new TV, I still had the old TV, which was about the same size, is, just yeah. not as good, doesn't have the HDMI ins and all this. It's not a smart TV, but it still worked. So I've kept that. When I moved to the new house, that's getting set up in Emily's room okay. with the Xbox 360 connected to it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. So there you go. Like I said, my ex-wife will crucify me for that, but... Tough. Well, it's your house, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what you've got to do. It's like, do you yeah, know what? My house, house, my rules. Yeah, exactly. If she goes out and buys something in her house, does she ask you? No, because no, exactly. she shouldn't have to. So therefore, it's the same the other way around. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've got two consoles. I rarely play the Xbox One. That's yeah. Annette tends to use that for Lego games and stuff. I'm yeah. more PlayStation. So if I go out and buy a new game, 
I'll go get it for the PS4. By default, yes, yeah. And if an ex goes out and buys a new game, then she'll go out and get it for the Xbox. But I'm ha- I've got both of them rigged up. It's fine. And I also think that maybe if you have an Xbox One X in your living room, Bob, that will instantly give you a 4K Blu-ray player. Mm. So you might want to have both, maybe. So you'll have the yeah, Xbox 360 upstairs. Yeah. And, then and the PS and the and Xbox. PS and the Xbox <laughs> downstairs. So you can watch your 4Ks because you've got a 4K TV, you've got a soundbar. So you will get the benefits out of, uh, out of both of them. Especially if you trade load, do what I did, how I got mine. Just trade loads of stuff in at CEX and build <laughs> up the vouchers. And then I effectively yeah. got a free Xbox One X, didn't I? Because it, was, yeah. it wasn't an X, it was a. Was it? I don't know. Xbox I One X. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It gets confusing. There's so many consoles coming out. Well, I mean, this is it. The next version's not far away. No, it's next year, isn't it? Next yeah. around this time next year. I, I thought it was earlier next year, but go on. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I could be wrong, but it's definitely next year. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know whether I'll instantly upgrade to the new PlayStation when that comes out because I've only just gone for a Pro. Yeah, but I might because I'm really I, into the VR. Yeah, this is it. it. It would all depend on how much better it is whether there is backwards compatibility, yeah. you know, you know, I mean, like say you've got the VR set, are you going to have to get a new one on those to no, basically? No, VR will work on the new ones. They've, they've already said yeah. that. So I'm happy. Yeah. But I mean, are they going to bring out a special VR for that? That's going to be in higher resolution. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Don't they always? <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's one of those annoying things, you know. It's nice to progress, yeah. But also, sometimes you're just throwing money at it. True. But I keep your 360s until they die. Oh yeah. I've still got well, two of them. It. I've got yeah. two, but one only one working hard drive. So I don't know yeah. why I've got a second Xbox. But well, this is it. I mean, Emily herself. I, you know, I bought her a Switch. You know, kind of a couple of years ago for Christmas. So she'll be bringing that over whenever she comes as well. So, yeah, I think the only thing we'll be missing is something like a Wii or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got a Wii in the uh, attic. I've never used it. <laughs> I think I think at the minute I've got two Xbox 360s, a PS3, a PS4 Pro, a Nintendo Wii, and <laughs> that's it. Rob, you've got your Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Is that the only um, console you've got, or have you got other stuff? You've probably got, like, Nintendo 64s kicking around yeah, in somewhere. I bet you I, have. I'm, I'm kind of more retro, and obviously uh, yeah. I, I am the proud owner of Sci-Fi Wales equipment as well. <laughs> so, oh, uh, God, you've got all them consoles. I've got kind of several Retron 5s, which plays Nintendo, the original Nintendo Entertainment System games, Super Nintendo games, um, Mega Drive, a Famicom, um, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. It pl- that plays all of those games. Wow. Um, obviously, I've got the Switch. We've mentioned I've mm-hmm. got um, several Xbox 360s, several um, PlayStation <laughs> 3s. Um, so it's just, I suppose, the PlayStation 4s and the Xbox Ones I'm lacking. Yeah. Do you miss them? I mean, you've not got them, so you don't miss them. But do you? No. Do you ever feel you let up? Good. I'm all right. I'm covered with games. It's fine. I think that, I think the one thing I would like to experience now is the VR side of things, yeah. only because obviously we talk about it quite often. Uh, we get the updates on what you've kind of uh, experienced. Um, so the VR is sounding pretty good to me. Um, but when it comes to gaming, you know, 
I don't think um, I still don't think anything can live up to uh, to a PC for me. Um, I used to remember True. kind of my PC gaming was, uh, you know, it was lots of fun. And if you upgraded your PC to, uh, you know, the, the latest uh, CPU or whatever, you can take your games with you. It, it, they carry on working, you know, yep. whereas, you know, like Bob's mentioned, you, you go up for the, uh, the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, and are they backward compatible? Most of the time they aren't. Well, this is it. It's like you say, with the PC... Even like a lot of the old games that were written to run under like Windows ninety five, oh yeah, you can you can run an emulator mm-hmm. on Windows ten, and yeah, you know, e- even the DOS ones. There's, I don't know if you've ever come across DOSBox. Yeah, no. yeah, which is a, an emulator for running all the old games that you used to run under DOS. Yeah, exactly. For I, those I, of I, you that are older than me, yeah, as old as us. <laughs> I still love the uh, the really old um, DOS games like Star Trek Judgment Rights and that kind of stuff. You know, pixelated graphics, but lots yep. of fun. Oh, there was back one that I used to play back on uh, the DOS ones. I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was a Star Trek-based one, but it was a spaceship combat, and it used the old, you know, the really old graphics, like, you know, used ASCII characters. Yeah. Oh, Wow. But yeah, it was a fantastic game. Yeah, you could pr- you've probably now got kind of five times as much power in a, the cheapest mobile phone. Yeah. But- yeah, are, are games any better now because the graphics are better? I don't think so. I don't think so. I no. think. I mean, we've discussed this before. To me, a game, it's got to have the playability. And as we've said before, a lot of these like Lego games, the graphics are good. They're not groundbreaking, but the playability of the game, you've got hundreds of hours, and you will keep going back. I am 99.6% through LEGO Avengers. I've actually overtaken Annette, (laughs) because I started it first. Is that why she's busy on tonight, then, just so she can try and... uh... Oh, she's not playing it tonight, which is good. She's watching TV and stuff. She's watching lots of episodes of Coronation Street and stuff but so I'd pick the game up because I thought I want that game I'm just going to pick something easy to to play and I was probably 70 odd percent I think through it and then Annette went out and bought it for herself and then she overtook me within a week (laughs) and then she stalled about 93 percent I think because then she was working and it started the other and she was just busy and I played a bit more today and I'm on (laughs) 99.6 There's, there's there's two little things that I need to collect in the entire game, and I <laughs> yeah. think it's taken me about fifty hours, I think, to to yeah. finish the game, that's and that's and that's pretty good. But that's short for one of those games. Mm. It is, but that's I'm just that good. Yeah, that's what it is. But again, I mean, just another one that demonstrates, I think, quite admirably, the fact that you don't need fantastic graphics to be effectively a world-breaking game not at all i give you minecraft yeah 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 how many millions of players around the world play that almost religiously yeah well i have to say it is a game that we invested in probably um a week and a half ago yeah um and uh addy probably plays on it now (laughs) almost daily um you know but 
you know, we bought it because she'd been going on, you know, she, she, other people have got Minecraft, you know, she yep. wanted Minecraft. So we bought the game for her and we have to admit both myself and Nicole have built houses and, and, and oh. now play it as well. We, we've got it on three player mode, um, yep. at least a couple of times a week and we're all Epic. kind of playing on it. So, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Emily and myself, we've played on the Xbox, but, um, she had a week over here with me during the school holidays and she brought over her old laptop that she has. And on that she was running, you know, Minecraft. So Mm -hmm. I was running it on mine and we've got a kind of situation. We've, we've had this for years where we're playing multiplayer and I mean, Emily likes being creative and all this. I like to do things in survival, Mm -hmm. but we kind of, uh, we we make a bit of a kind of you know um, kind of agreement. We'll play in survival, and I will get her all the raw materials that she wants to build with. <laughs> so it, it's literally my normal one is you know wherever we spawn, find the nearest kind of hillside or mountain, yeah. and I make what has become known as dwarven bank vault. <laughs> <laughs> I basically dig down, create a house, you know, a home for us temporarily. And basically just loads of chests and then just go mining. <laughs> wow. So, Fair yeah, enough. and then Emily gets to use all the raw materials to build villages, houses, whatever she wants. It is such an addictive game. And like you say, oh, the yeah. graphics on it, you know, we're going back in time. Let's use blocks yes. for everything again. Exactly. You but, know, looking at Minecraft now, I'm sure a very talented uh, DOS programmer could have come up with something similar. Yeah, why have they not done that in VR yet, though? I would. I thought I, they had. I know they were toying with the yeah. not necessarily VR, but this sort of weird thing where you could and it showed on a table or, or the sort of thing. Yeah. They, they they did a while back, but I've not seen a VR one. But I would, I'd go out and get that if it was a VR yeah. version. That it's weird. Ooh, can you imagine some of the uh, enemies like the the Enderman? You know, taking those on in VR, that'd be quite frightening. That would be very strange. I'll tell you what, I did play in <laughs> VR, though, while I've been testing some of the new titles and stuff. I played VR Tetris. Ooh. Now, there's a blast from the past. Is interesting. It is... It's the same game, so, you know, the 2D version of it, and the blocks come yeah. down and all that sort of stuff. But, obviously, it's immersive, because mm-hmm. you can look either way and up and down, and you've got the music playing, and it's it is super relaxing playing Tetris. <laughs> I played like a level or two last week, and I'm like, I really like this. Not so much because oh my god, look the blocks, because the blocks yeah. did just look the same. It's like you're you're playing it in the dark on a huge wall type yeah. thing, but the the atmosphere of it was super oh. relaxing. So then I'm like, hey, right, put this headset on, <laughs> sit down, shut up, play Tetris, and she had the same <laughs> opinion as well. Yeah, and it sort of blew her mind and then the next daughter came around one day and I'm like quick put this on play Tetris that's <laughs> what happens when people come around I'm like try it I don't care if, you, if, you, if you're just trying to deliver a letter Mr. Postman put this on play Tetris and she liked it as well so it's just it's a very immersive weird relaxing yeah title so I was impressed with that one I'll tell you one that they need to redo and I reckon it could work well in uh, VR can you remember the game Lemmings Oh, oh yes, love that game. That was one of the first PC games <laughs> that I've done. Exactly. How to, how to lose many many nights and stay up until uh, the early hours of the morning. <laughs> Isn't it? But again, a simple game. Mm. Very. 
So not there you go. Anyone listening in the games industry? Challenge. <laughs> yep. VR Lemmings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sounds oh, fantastic. No. <laughs> I want all the Star Wars games to come out in VR. That's that's what I need. So but I've got awesome. one for you. Let, let let's bring cannon fodder back and you can run around in VR and uh, become one of the little men. Oh so, so many games I'd love in VR. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not one of those things that you use often though, VR. It's not like right, I'm gonna oh I've got an hour to kill, I'll play VR again. You but you do bring it out maybe once every couple of weeks and just right, yeah. I'm going to put some time aside because you can on the PlayStation you probably do it on the Xbox, but you can put all the games and stuff in a folder and you can call the folder whatever you want and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I have untested VR games decent VR games, terrible VR games. So I went through, and there's maybe only three <laughs> bad ones that I've yeah. seen, so I just got rid of them. I thought, why would I, why would I keep them? Yeah. The, the terrible Don't hog the disk space. Get rid. Yeah, so I got rid. So I, uh, <laughs> I've i maybe got 22 that I've not yet tested. Aww. And I think probably about 15 that are tested that are really good. So it's, I'm, I am impressed. <laughs> I spent probably part of last weekend playing the alpha of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new Call of Duty that's coming out. Oh, so much fun. It's just multiplayer. Yeah. It was the free version that they gave us because I've not pre-ordered the game, but they just go, here, download it, play it for a weekend. Let's see how well it copes. Yeah. I had no problems with it. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. And it was like, are you going to go and buy it when it comes out? I went, probably not because I don't have the time to put the yeah. amount of hours into that type yeah. of game that you need to, you need to be on it a hell of a lot. But I was, oh. I was having fun, and then I forgot with PlayStation, you could it automatically records all your game footage. Oh, so like, nice! Oh, I'd forgotten about that. So I've uploaded three clips to the YouTube channel. So nice. They're, they're actually on there. So the alpha's now closed. But if you go on the YouTube channel, you can actually see three different matches. I wasn't doing too bad considering. I was, oh. I was all right. I was I was quite happy with the games. Generally, with those games, as you go on with the multiplayer, you get battered for the oh, first yeah. two to three weeks. <laughs> you really do to yeah. the point we think this is not fun. But then once very you start, steep learning curve. Oh god, yes, yeah, it can be very stressful. But yeah. once you start learning the maps and ranking up your weapons yeah. and stuff like that, then you start pasting <laughs> all the new people. So it's quite good. But uh, yeah, no, I had fun god. playing that. How so. many times did you get cold camper? Uh, well, there was one match where this guy kept calling me a camping motherfucker to, to <laughs> constantly. And it's like, I'm sorry, I, it's it's not camping, it's survival. So I would yep. run through a door because somebody's chasing me and I would take a left or a right and duck so that the person runs through the door and then I can blast them when they run past me. Uh, that is not camping, that is smart wow. warfare. <laughs> camping is just hiding out at the top of a hill with a sniper rifle and not moving whatsoever. Exactly. But this guy was getting very, very annoyed. <laughs> so the, the sp- I didn't have the headphones on, so it's coming through the TV speakers, and then it was like, what did he call you? <laughs> like, he called me a camping motherfucker. Why? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's fine. This is called him. This is what happens. And yes. then the match after that, there was some kid who was either on helium or who was probably about 10 going, oh no, he shot me. And I'm like, I can't get shot by, <laughs> by a 10 year old. But I did repeatedly. So, you know, it's, that's, that is also Call of Duty. Oh, I like it. But it is a lot of fun. So I've 
re-downloaded the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare from years ago, which yeah. I'd bought as part of the uh, Advanced Warfare pack. And oh. I'm just going to start playing a little bit more multiplayer because yeah. I do miss it. I miss that. I miss Borderlands, all that oh, type oh. of games. So that's there you go. just thinking on that one. Another one that would be good in VR, just for the hell of it. Oh, Borderlands, Unreal. Oh, Unreal. Oh god, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Headshot. I still want to do Rob's <laughs> Rob's idea though, where we play it and you know we can sit in. You know, so we're communicating with each other through the yes. VR headsets. That would yeah. be cool. Yep. One day, hopefully. That'd be great. Po- podcasts all sitting around a VR table. <laughs> yeah. It's got to happen. It really yeah. does. That, that, that's not a massive stretch of technology, is it, it's really? It's not. But how, how amazing would that be for people, you know, take my wife, Nicole, with her family in America, you know, both, you know, kind of her mum and her put on a VR headset and there you are in your own VR world looking at each other. It's Skype plus plus. Yes, wow, exactly. yeah. So I'm sure one day it will happen. We're not that far from Tron really, are we? <laughs> Truth, <laughs> yeah. So, let's let's get the easy question out of the way. Bob, have you watched anything? <laughs> um, just <laughs> clips mainly. Clips. Been, what, have uh, watched, what, what, what well, have you watched clips of? I've been catching up with some of the stuff that I've missed for quite a long time on, of all things, would you believe, Doctor Who? Ooh. Okay. So, yeah, it's basically I've been watching it slowly in little bits. So, yeah, catch I, 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 I've got to own up and say that I missed most of the Peter Capaldi years. Yeah, I missed all of them other than one episode. Yeah. So I've been trying to watch a few of those and get through. Mm-hmm. Um they're very good. I can't knock it, you know, but it's just, I don't know. Everyone's got their own doctor, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Mine's Tom Baker. Yep. But I also liked Christopher Eccleston. And yes. Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that I loved was um, when they did the, um, the fall of, uh, or sorry, Gallifrey falls no more. Okay. Yeah. You know, the the it was was it the fiftieth anniversary or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I loved the ending of that where you've got, as you say, Matt Smith's doctor looking at the picture. Yeah, in the in the art gallery, and they bring in Tom the, cur- the great curator. Exactly. Yeah, I could be a curator. I'd be great as a curator. The great curator. I may <laughs> retire and do this. Because I, indeed, you may. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have yeah. no idea what you've just been talking oh, about. <laughs> that is how far behind I am in Doctor Who. You are Who. missing out on that Is K9 one, so. still in it? That's all I need to know. Cause, nope. you know. Oh, damn. Yeah, K9 got dropped off with uh, Sarah <laughs> Jane. and Yeah, probably. In Sarah Jane Chronicles, he appeared several times, I believe. He did. In most episodes, he lived there. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I wonder I if like you have K-9. to carry a doggy bag, you know, just to pick up after him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That answers the question. While we're, on about, <laughs> while we're on about guide dogs, well, we're not quite, but we're near enough far. Who picks up the poop from guide dogs? Ooh. Where did That's, this question come from? I don't know. It was just like, <laughs> it, there, there's also, there's, I've got a very interesting fact for you as well, which I'll, I'll follow up. It's also animal related, but it was like, so you obviously you've got to pick up poop if your dog yeah. does a poop, but if you're blind, 
you, how do you know? How how do you know? It's a genuine question. It's not like being sarcastic or whatever, but that's yeah. genuine. So who who does it? But somebody did actually say that the dogs are trained not to go to the bathroom when they're out. But I don't know how feasible that is. But that if that's the case, that that would make sense. But that's that kind that's of the means question. that. Most blind people's back gardens are going to be absolutely <laughs> shit. Yeah. Or their living rooms. Oh, I know. It's, it's just one of them practical questions. That, so yeah. if anybody does know the answer to that one, I would, I would genuinely love to know. But here's my wonderfully interesting fact. Right. There are, uh, and I don't know who counted them all for the second part of this fact, but apparently it's true. There are 5.25 million people living in Scotland at this, t- this time, apparently. Mm-hmm. There are 600 million cats in the world. So if all the cats decided to attack Scotland, <laughs> each each Scottish person would be attacked by 114 cats at the same time. Therefore, cats could take over Scotland. <laughs> now, now I, I, I have to counter this fact. How the hell, if you stayed indoors, would the cats attack you? And what happens if you got in the tank? Well, they would probably just, they don't, they'd go all over the tank, but you could squish them. Yeah. They but might just wait it out until you run out of food. Would, they would probably have to. Because if you think, well, not not all of these five, there's not 5.25 million tanks in Scotland, so not everybody can go in their own tank. So, therefore, but, some people will get killed. So, if, if like, Hamish McJock or whatever gets killed <laughs> by the, by his 114 cats, then... They the move next on person much. is going to get 220, you know, 228 cats going for like Cameron McFlurry or whatever. They're going to go after him. So effect- effectively, the last person surviving is going to be running like a like a crazy person away from 600 million cats, and you can't you can't outrun them. There okay. is a perfect defense though. I'd get a dog. It's the no, dogs. No. <laughs> All you need. Is a laser pointer and a disco ball. True. <laughs> that would work. It's got a shitload of catnip. <laughs> Maybe you, you could make grenades out of catnip. Oh. So you could throw it over a wall and bang, it goes off and then they're all off there. But uh, So somebody at work thought, well, they're going to be a smart aleck. They're like, oh, but uh, what happens if the dogs showed up? So I Googled it, and apparently there's 900 million dogs in the world. So the, the dogs would take over Scotland, I think, because that's just mm. way too many dogs and they're bigger and vicious. But. Uh, yeah, so yeah, but that would mean that kind of within a week, Scotland would be knee deep in dog shit because there'd be no one around to pick it up. Mm. To be fair, when I was there, it kind of was. Ooh, ouch! But is there anybody where I lived? Has anybody found out how many ants there are in the world, though? Oh, loads more, loads more, loads more. Yeah, but can they can they lift? I don't know why we're picking on the, Scotland. But, the, but they're like, really strong. Yeah, and if they work together, yeah, exactly, even stronger. And they're small enough to uh, get through the gaps into Oh, tank. apparently. Oh, there's one million billion ants. There we go. <laughs> I'm with the ants. Damn. Could you imagine getting attacked by that? That'd be awful. That's, no, I'd rather get attacked by the cats. That's a horror movie for you. Isn't it? Would you call it that? One million billion ants? <laughs> Possibly. Or, or, or what about combine them all? Attack of the cats, dogs, and ants. Uh, I'm going to go for wombats. I'm going for quality, <laughs> quality over quantity. Wombats would never get into the country, though, would they? Because the because of the um, passport control or whatever. Yeah. Unless they could go through the Channel Tunnel. 
possibly they could get through there. But yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't think. Right, I'm going to just decide how Scotland can get taken over. I saw somebody had tweeted that out, and I'm like, that is amazing. I'm I'm stealing that, and I'm going to tell everybody it works. So I just blew everybody's mind at work. I'm sure they think I'm like autistic or something. Because I go, here's a fact for you. There are 5.25 million people living in Scotland. They'll be like, okay. And there's 600 million cats. You know, I counted them. So never mind. I I come out with this weird random stuff that I've just researched but memorized. But they think I'm just plucking it out of thin air. So it's it's very funny. So I do quite like that. uh, I have no off switch at work. I'll probably need to have one. Because, yeah. Well, okay. To counter that one. We'll go for national animals. Who the hell thought it was a great idea to basically get a national animal for each of the UK's, you know, kind of countries? You know, right, we've decided on national animals. England, what do you fancy? Lion. It's not native. But, but, (laughs) and Wales chirps up, dragon! (laughs) Then Scotland chimes in, unicorn! I think a lot of haggis. (laughs) Probably. Scottish national animal is the unicorn. Is it? Yep. Are there be a Loch Ness monster, or as they seem to be trying to accuse it of being a giant eel, which they're they're, they're trying <laughs> wow. to say that's what Nessie is. It's like no, I've seen the pictures. It's bigger than an eel. <laughs> but yeah, they, they've sort of apparently they've taken DNA samples from all parts of the lakes, and they've, they've found all these different DNA samples. They haven't found one for a shark, so it's not a shark. They haven't found a plethiosaur, or whatever that is, so it's not one of them. And they found, but they have found giant eels, so they think that Ness is, in fact, a giant eel. There's a film here. Yeah. Godzilla saves the world from giant eels in Loch Ness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Godzilla would be freezing up there, because it is cold. I was at Loch Ness taking pictures, and my camera froze. That's how wow. it, it, digital camera it stopped working because it was so cold. So uh, Godzilla ain't gonna like it up there. I can just uh, imagine it though. See you, Zilla. Hey, <laughs> Maxilla. You can't. I hope there's no people from Scotland listening to this. I am from Scotland, so I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to ridicule my own country. Bob, however, he knows I've me, so therefore there you go. So Bob's allowed to do it. And Rob's been I'm, very, very, very diplomatic and quiet. So he's yeah, and and I live in Wales. <laughs> we won't start on the Welsh, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we've got a dragon. Yep. That true. animal that you see all the time. Yep. Yeah, well, they're real. They were in Game of Thrones. Same as that Same as that unicorn. Well, there you go, Rob. How do you Oops. say dragon in Welsh? Dragon. Dragon. That was kind of close. I don't that, know which that was region. Good. I wasn't that bad for like, an off the cuff thing. Oh. We apologise to all our listeners in Wales. <laughs> they, they've gone now. There's only Rob. That, that yeah, yeah I, I don't mind. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, other than clips of Doctor Who, Bob, have you watched clips of anything else? Or? No, I think that basically some... Well, with everything that's going on, that's all I can remember. <laughs> have you been listening to any music lately? Because we don't talk about music very often. I have. Um you're going to love this. The soundtrack to Last of the Mohicans. Oh, Trevor Jones. Yep, I love that yes. music. Yes. Uh, there's something really kind of relaxing but haunting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very atmospheric. Especially the song by Clanad, which is amazing. That's like, that's the best scene in. Uh, I still the prefer the one, um, you know, the actual theme 
Yeah. And some of the people that have covered that, because uh, this, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, he is actually a Native American, and he's done this one, you know, playing a proper wooden flute and everything, and you know, doing the the actual you know singing to it, and ah, oh, phenomenal. Like I say, shivers down your spine, really haunting, but really moving. Okay. So yeah, mm. that's been kind of sort of my music. That and the Who, not as in H W H O, but the H U. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the Mongolian band. So there wow. you go. Just be really weird. Oh, well obscure. Yeah. So Rob, you've been listening to any music? Oh, I'm boring. I listen to the same thing week in week out. So um... <laughs> what do you listen to other than the theme from Star Trek? No, War of the Worlds. Oh, good choice. Which, which uh, version? Well, you it, it's kind of the original that I was always into, but then mm. you mentioned uh, it was remade, and so I have listened to the uh, to the remake as well. Is and that the one with for... Michael Sheen? Uh, Liam I'm... Neeson. Yeah, that's the one. Ah, because yeah. I know Michael Sheen's done one as well, hasn't he? Is everybody doing one? It's going to get well confused. You're going to end up with a box it... set of all these different versions. Well, this is the problem. I only have the uh, the Amazon device, and I can't say because I've got one right next to me um, in the Alexa. office. Alexa! Alexa! <laughs> it's all right. I've got headphones on. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Alexa, Foils. order two tons of horse poo. <laughs> so, um... <Hold> firm. <laughs> so you say, you know, Amazon Play... War of the World soundtrack, and you only get the one. It's so difficult to get Aww. it to play anything if it's if it's got the same name. Yeah, but, yeah. I can't I specifically say, you know, play play War of the Worlds by Jeff Wayne with such and such with Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, but it's I listened to the Liam Neeson one and I enjoyed it, but I would always go back to the original one because that's yeah, what I'm too. familiar with. So it's it's yeah. a bit like the yeah, you. You watch Mad Max Fury Road. If you've got the Blu-ray, there's a black and chrome yes. version, which is the whole film in glorious black and white. You watch it once, you go, wow, that's cool, but you still go back to colour one. So. Mm. It's just it's nice to have a bit of a novelty. Yes. But yeah, music-wise, I listen to the same stuff all the time, Just and then I'll change, and then I'll listen to all that stuff for like a month. At the yeah. minute, I'm alternating between Angels and Airwaves, which is very good stuff. And uh, Imagine Dragons, listening to a lot of their stuff. Yeah. And uh, what else? There was something else, and I forgot what it was. Just a few film soundtracks. So yeah. the soundtrack to the video game Days Gone Ooh, by yes. Nathan Whitehead, who I know, who's uh, he's been on the podcast before. Not played the game, but the music's amazing. <laughs> and a lot of Hans Zimmer stuff, which I always yeah, tend to Yeah, can't go wrong with Hans Zimmer. To go to. So I have these big noise-cancelling headphones that I take to work, put them on, put some sort of chirpy, happy music on and then um, just type like a crazy person until my arms fall <laughs> off. I've also been listening to a two-hour concert by The Cure, Ooh. which uh, I was i was never a fan of The Cure because the only songs I'd ever heard were the, the ones that hit the top ten and yeah. I hated them because they were just overplayed, were not my sort of thing. And they were on Glastonbury this year. And yeah. Annette's a massive Cure fan. She saw them back in the 80s. So she's like, oh my God, the Cure headlining, record it. I'm like, oh, fine. As long as they play the one out of the crow, I'm happy because I like that yeah. track. And they did. But the the whole concert was amazing. It was really <laughs> good. And somebody put it on YouTube, so I ripped it and put it yeah. on an MP3. And I've got it on my iPod. So I've been listening to that a lot. I still hate the 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 
the most common tracks. I'm not a fan yes. of them because they're overplayed and stuff, but uh, everything else, so it's phenomenal. So I think I'm, sometimes I'm as well, it. listening to tracks live, are, I know it sounds odd, but they're actually better than the studio version. Yeah, they are. Mm. You know, there's yeah. something more dynamic. Yeah, so. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much. But we don't talk about music very often. So no, true, I thought true. I would mention that. I'm also reading a book. I'm reading The Big Picture by Ben Fritz, I think it's Ooh. called. And it's it's kind of a new book. And it's all about how we, uh, how the cinema, stu- how the movie studios have changed the way they make films. Which yeah. is why I think a couple of weeks ago when I said, right, what's the last film you watched in cinema? What's the last one you watched? It was brought up in this this book where people generally do go to watch sequels, remakes, yes. franchises. Tomorrow, Annette and I are going to the cinema for the first time in months. We're going to watch It Chapter 2. So Ooh. it's not only a sequel, also a remake and based <laughs> on a book. So it's like a, it's a ticks all three boxes, but we're going to go and hopefully watch that and and see what that's all about. A nice three-hour movie. Oh. But uh, it's it's an interesting book. It's it's on a big chapter at the minute all about Marvel and yeah. how Marvel went bankrupt and Sony could have bought Marvel back in the day, but they decided not to. Mm-hmm. They, were, it was, they, were, they could have bought it for $500 million and That was it, and they would have owned everything. Wow. But it, did, but it didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, and it goes into the whole history of Spider-Man and, and it discusses the the, uh, the Sony email hack. Yeah. And all the, that's where a lot of the material came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. So it's uh, so far yeah. so good. But, so that's what I'm reading. Bob, you? Which <laughs> one are you? Got? Which one are you currently <laughs> reading? Um, well, <laughs> basically at the moment I, I tend to be doing a lot on Kindle. And rather than going through the ones that I'm reading, because there's, you know, if if I covered all the ones just in the last week, there'd be quite a few. I'll just go for some of the latest ones I've purchased, mm-hmm. and uh, I've basically kind of gone. Uh, they were, well, some of them were on special, which is quite good. Um, Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash, which is a cyberpunk one, well renowned. Okay. Uh, on the back of that, I decided I'd um, basically renew my knowledge of William Gibson, of course, the father of cyberpunk. Yes. So picked up the three of those uh, from the original ones, which is Neuromancer, uh, Count Zero, and Mona Lisa Overdrive. Okay. And uh, then I also found on um, Kindle a book that I read years ago. Uh, There was a series which, unluckily, they haven't put those on Kindle, but one of the characters from the series got his own spin-off. The series was Thieves' World. And it was by a, it was an anthology. Loads of renowned fantasy writers wrote different stories, and one of the characters that was created was called Shadowspawn, or Shadows Pawn. A lot of people, dis- you know, kind of, it's debated how it's pronounced. Yeah. But um, basically, the the guy who wrote that as a short story expanded it into a book in the same setting. So um, I saw that come up as on a special. So I thought, Ooh, you know, I read that about 17 years ago. I'm going to get that again. <laughs> okay. So, good, yeah. Good. Rob, you read an internet a minute other than the back of your eyelids. Cause you've been sleeping a lot. Uh, you know, there's that uh, popular one. Um, how to read books for idiots. Okay, I thought I thought you were going to be reading why Power why Power Rangers really suck, which uh, volume twelve. <laughs> but no, 
I was going to say, I didn't realize you'd written that many, Stuart. <laughs> well, you know, somebody's got to. And uh, it's, it's a very popular market for that type of book. Everybody's Ooh. at it. No, <laughs> just teasing a Power Ranger fan with no S at the end of that. I was going to say, <laughs> round to, to your house before you know it. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Well, let's get on it's to getting stuff. getting old, this. It's getting old. It is. I know. We'll have to retire that joke and just start picking up Bob for not watching anything again. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched anything, Rob? What have you watched? I have. Um, and uh, I've forgotten most of it because I've slept a lot since. Um, <laughs> hey, at least uh, I've got age as an excuse. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting there, Bob. Um, <laughs> I've got three on my list and uh, it probably should be more like 12, but uh, the three I can remember, which says a lot about the others, um, are uh, The Chronicles of Narnia, Voyage nice. of the Dawn Treader. It's okay. a fantastic family movie, and it's uh, it's one that we'd we'd watched with Addy before, but um, we I was scrolling through, um, I think it was Now TV, and uh, it was there, and she said, oh, let's watch that one, because she couldn't remember it. You know, yeah. when, when, you, when you're seven, um, you know, a couple of years... Um, means you can't remember anything yes you know when you get older it's a couple of days but you know <laughs> they, they, you know Day. use is on their hours. side um so that's the first one um the second one um is a movie that i only watched the other night it was called um the walking deceased okay <laughs> not the walking Dead, the Walking Deceased. Yeah, it takes a spoof. Yes, it, it, it's a spoof on all zombie movies, um, but the uh, the opening is uh, particularly good. Um, the the police officer wakes up in a hospital. For those of you who've watched the first episode of uh, The Walking Dead, um, to find he's in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Um, he walks outside of the hospital, and there's this young girl with a with a back to him. And he's like, um, oh, God, no, you know, the first thing, the first zombie I've got to kill is a little girl. And this girl turns around and she says, I'm not a zombie. I'm just looking for my parents. Uh, at which point he says, yes, a zombie would say that and puts a bullet <laughs> right between her eyes. <laughs> I'll watch this film. <laughs> so, uh, so I watched that film. Um, and then the last one, and I was presently, uh, presently, pleasantly surprised. Uh, blah, blah. It's, I'm telling you, it's it's not alcohol, everybody. It's it's the pills. Yep. I don't know which Holster is better. Pills. <laughs> very good, Bob. I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, it was uh, an animated movie, which um, unless it was uh, an old cartoon, I wasn't. I'm never really into. But it was Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, on a new Netflix. one, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I really enjoyed it. Me and Addy sat and watched it together. And uh, and actually, I, I want to see this kind of uh, be developed into uh, an actual uh, movie series, not not animated. Oh. Proper proper people. It would be really good. Nicholas Cage actually uh, features as one of the voices of one of the Spider-Man in, in there. Quite a lot, isn't it? It's got all mm -hmm. the different versions of of Spider-Man. We've got like in kind of films. The Spider Pig in there, and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, it is it's amazing. It was uh, I think it was, it was nominated for an Oscar last year. I don't know if it won. I think it might have done actually. Well, we watched uh, it for three it's nights. It's, it's it's a good length, um, but yeah, we we just kept coming back for more and um, the. 
um, you know, it, it, it's to the point where my daughter's decided um, in the office now, as Stuart will know, uh, he's worked here uh, many a time. Um, there's my computer and then there's a, another computer and that's now been taken over by my daughter. So she decided she needed Funkos for the desk. And the first yeah. one uh, she got was uh, a Spider-Verse Funko. Oh, wow. Not bad, but yeah, I w- it's on my list of things to watch at some point, but you won't. There, is, there is a lot of films on that list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything else? No, that, well, like nope. I say, that there is, but I can't remember. But you've got, them, I remember. So, it's yeah. fine. Well, so I have watched, oh God, tons. I've not, I've not, <laughs> not going to go through absolutely everything. I introduced Annette to Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan the other Excellent. night because she'd watched the, the, the motion picture. Nearly said yes. slow motion picture there, but I will give it the respect it needs. So we watched that one, and uh, she wasn't into the Wrath of Khan. She oh, went. Uh, she didn't hate it. So she preferred the uh, the motion picture then. She did. She did uh-huh. prefer the motion picture because I think for years, and they still do it. They go the Wrath of Khan. It's the best one. It's yeah. amazing. Oh, all the others are terrible compared to it. No, and no. so maybe in her head, she it was over Yeah, it, it, it was built up too much. And even me rewatching it. Because at one point I said, I'll go make a coffee. She went, oh, I'll pause it for you. I went, seriously, you don't have to pause it. I've seen this film like 15, 20 times over the years. It's good. Yeah. But it's not like, wow, this film is amazing. It's I prefer the next generation Star Trek ones. Yeah. I really do. But So we watched that and she, you know, she made it all the way to the end. So that was good. And then she was asking about the other ones. Yeah. You know, how did they all carry on? Because she was, she was kind of a little bit confused when Spock died. Yes. Because she's like, but he's in the other ones. I'm like, well, he is. She went, so he's not dead dead. I'm like, ah, but I, I can't tell you. I can't, I can't discuss it. She's like, well, he can't be dead because he's in the others. I'm like, he could be dead. He's I, dead, I, I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> exactly. He's dead, Dave. He's <laughs> dead, Jim. Every, everybody's dead, Dave. And um, I said, well, the next one's called The Search for Spock. I said, so you've got like number two, number three, and number four that kind of do this like three-parter type thing. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, okay. So she is going to carry on watching the Star Trek ones. So <laughs> that's quite good. She was sort of like, uh, she was a bit stunned when and introducing Kirstie Alley comes up as the <laughs> the, the, uh, the credit. She's like, she never been in anything before this. I'm like, nope. That's why it's says introducing. So now it was her first ever role. Yeah. So we watched that. First scene in the Kobayashi Maru scenario. Exactly. I rewired it. You cheated. <laughs> no, I don't believe in a no-win scenario. Which is a bit like me. <laughs> uh, we watched Avengers Endgame. So we have now finished... Ooh. Really liked it. No spoilers, please. No, no spoilers, but we loved it. Both really, really enjoyed it. Uh, There's there's two little, and I won't spoil it, but there's there's two little bits in it that really feel like the studio or or the Russo brothers went, we're going to put that bit in because people will comment on that and and people will think it's great because we're so progressive and it sticks out like a sore thumb one of them <laughs> one of them when it popped up and it's only maybe five six seconds it's a, a very little scene in the middle of chaos and it pops up and i, I groaned and i said to annette i'm like oh for god's sake what well, they done that for that i gonna winch and then she went, oh, trust you to pick up on that. So then I've been going back and listening to lots of Avengers podcasts. And, oh, my God, everybody picked up on that one. <laughs> They're all like, oh. So it's like it wasn't just me. It doesn't ruin the film, but you'll know that scene when you see it. You'll be like, oh, yeah. God, why have you done that? But, no, it's a very good film, a fitting end. There is no post-credit sequence. 
had to sort of uh, explain to Annette that there isn't one. She's like, why is there not one? I'm like, because it's called Endgame. It's finished. Mm. There's no more, even though there is kind of more yeah. coming or whatever. That's the end of the chapter. But no, we loved it. We watched uh, two films called Domino. Mm. I watched the 2005 one with Kira Knightley, where mm-hmm. she plays Domino Harvey, and it's a Tony Scott film. Because I wanted to watch something that was just chaotic to look yeah. at, and you can't get much more chaotic camera style than Domino. And I also watched another film called Domino, which is starring Guy Pearce and uh, Nikolai Coster Waldo from Game of Thrones, ah, yes. Kingslayer, which it's uh, Brian De Palma who did The Untouchables and Carrie and Scarface and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, Nikolai plays a Copenhagen cop whose partner gets killed, and he's like investigating the case. It's really good. Very Hitchcockian, because Brian De Palma is a big sort of fan of Hitchcock, yeah. so his camera style and stuff's very similar. But that's that's record. It confused me today when I'm writing down the films. I'm like Domino, Domino. Hang on a minute. What I've written I don't. Nope. I watched two films called Domino. I watched Flight of the Navigator in 4K, which has just come out on a wow. Blu-ray special Ooh. edition. Which has How is got, that? Uh, it's very good. The film itself still great. It's yeah. really good. There's over an hour worth of special features. There's commentaries and the the restoration looks really good. This is the reason that you would have the Xbox 4K. One X yep. in your living room, Bob, so you could just <laughs> put put that on. But I, I sat and watched that. It's great. Loved it. I saw that film as a kid, mm-hmm. and it's it, it it was the the Disney film era where they were for kids, but they were also for adults. So you know, yep. like your tr- Tron. Yes, you know, fly the navigator, all that sort of stuff. They were great, so they weren't just like kiddie films. But it was, uh, it was all right. It's good, so it's worth picking up, especially for all the behind the scenes. There's loads of interviews with, you know, the kid and yeah. the, the guy who played the brother and the parents and the director and all that type of stuff. So oh. I watched that. I watched a documentary called "I Am Patrick Swayze." I guess you could probably work out what that's about. It's ten years since Patrick Swayze died. So they'd, uh, they'd put a documentary together all about his life, and, and it was nice. It was, it was very sort of touching, but it was good. Mm-hmm. So I watched that. I watched uh, a film called Madness in the Method, which is directed by Jason Mewes, which has got a whole bunch of my friends in it. Matt Willis is in there. Uh, Kevin Smith's in there. Terry Hatcher, Dean Cain, Vinnie Jones, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it's kind kind of... It is a f- it's a story film, but Jason Mewes plays Jay Mewes, and he's yeah. kind of fed. He's getting sick of people, you know. Oh, you're Kevin Smith, the funny one from the Kevin Smith films. So he ends up uh, reading this book, which is how to be a method actor. But he's told, don't read it too quick, or you'll go nuts. And guess what he does? He reads it too quick, so he starts <laughs> going nuts, and he becomes a serial killer. So he's just like he's murdering people in Hollywood. So you've got, you know, Vinnie Jones is playing Vinnie Jones, Danny Trejo is playing Danny Trejo, but they're 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 heightened versions of themselves. Yeah. So the sort of parody versions. Very funny film, part comedy, part horror, but it's uh, <laughs> it, it kind of fits into the whole Kevin Smith wheelhouse type uh, yeah. madness and whatnot. I've watched. Uh, I, I'm going to recommend. It's probably my film of the week. This one, Dragged Across Concrete. Ooh. Which is from Ooh. the director of the guy who did Bone Tomahawk, if you've seen that one with Kurt Russell, which is a Western horror film, which is yeah. amazing. And he then went on to do a film called Brawl in Cell Block 99, 
with Vince Vaughn playing yeah. a really serious, which I'd mentioned a few weeks back. And I uh, I saw this title dragged across concrete, and I'm like, that's like a weird title. What's that about? And it's the same director. I'm like, wow, this is like two of his films are going to be watched in two months. It's Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, and it's it's two and a half hours long, and it's basically it's like a film noir type thing. So Mel and Vince play cops who are a little bit corrupt. They get suspended from the job, so they decide to pull an armed robbery, and funnily enough, things go wrong and all that sort of stuff. But uh, it's a very good film. Mm. I was impressed with that. Dragged across across concrete. Some violent scenes in it, because the guy who does Bone Tomahawk and Cell Block 99, is that he yeah. does like his violence. <laughs> so it, It's not constantly violent, but when it is brutal, it kind of is... So, uh, TV-wise, I'm going to tear through this. I have watched... I finished Twin Peaks, The Return. Thoughts? And as predicted, I missed that show a lot. <laughs> what was it about? I don't know. I, I, and it ended on another cliffhanger. So, thanks, David Lynch. But I, I keep listening to the music, and every time I listen to the music, I'm like, oh, I want to watch the show again. But I don't, because I didn't understand it. <laughs> but it was very good. So, I knew I would miss it before I finished watching it. And I'm right. I'm watching a TV show called Feud, which is it's an eight-episode thing, and it's based on a true story. And season one is focusing on the, the feud between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Oh wow! And it's all set around the time they were shooting what happened, whatever happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, which I've not seen, but I really want to watch that film after watching some of this. Um, Susan Sarandon plays Betty Davis. She's nailed it. She uh, she looks like Betty Davis in this film. And Jessica Lang's playing Joan Crawford, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's really good because it's it's probably close to the true story, wow. and it's just them battling with each other, and you know they'll become friends, and then they'll fall out, and they're backstabbing each other. It's super interesting, and <laughs> apparently, like if there is another season of Feud, it will focus on a different feud from throughout Hollywood history. history. Yes, yeah. so we're th- three episodes into that, I think. But mm-hmm. I've got all eight. I'm three episodes into new seasons of Peaky Blinders, which is uh, mm-hmm. airing on BBC One now as opposed to BBC Two. Great show. I don't, I don't know if either of you guys have watched Peaky Blinders or not. No, no. No? no. no. You, oh, it's great. Killian Murphy in the main role. Uh, you've also got in previous seasons Tom Hardy's in there, Paddy Considine's in there. Uh, so you've got it's pure quality. There's some good names, show. yeah. Some good names, and it's a gorgeous show to look at. It is amazing. It's pure cinematic. It's very, very good. They're all on Netflix, other than season five, of course. So you can <laughs> uh, you can go back and watch them. Six episodes, I think, per season, so it's not yeah. too hefty. And NYPD Blue season eight. I've gone back and I'm working my way through that. Uh, I'm watching a 2007 show called Cape Wrath which is also known as Meadowlands, which has got David Morrissey in there. Turns out somebody I know, Scott Williams, is in there because he messaged me. <laughs> and he went, I'm in that. I'm like, oh, I'll watch out for you. But I've not seen him yet. So uh, Tom, Hart- <laughs> Tom Hardy's in this. And it's uh, David Morrissey and his family moved to this little town. And it's a town in the middle of nowhere. And it turns out the entire town is made up of people in the witness protection program. Ooh. So it's, everybody's obviously very paranoid and cagey about, well, who's he and what's, this, what's going on? It's yeah. a British TV show, and I've got the whole thing on DVD, so I could pass it on to you at some point, Bob. But it's, it's interesting. It is quite yeah. intriguing. 
So I think Americans will know it as Meadowlands, but the DVD box set I've got is called Cape Wrath. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I think that's probably it. I've probably watched Ooh. a few more bits and pieces, but, you know, <laughs> So did you do uh, homework, Bob? Um, I have, but I didn't expect, I haven't got my notes here with me because I didn't expect uh-huh. to be doing it this weekend. No, uh, sorry, well, this we, week. Sorry. We can do that next time then. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> how, how are you doing with it, Rob? With the old black and white things? Are you struggling still? Uh, exceptionally well because I just decided not to do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that would get you an exceptional well star on the chart. Though. I'm doing something else, but I'm not telling you until the episode. Oh, I'm intrigued. Mm. I'm doing something else. But I bet. It, it, right, I reckon <laughs> I know what it is, Bob. What do you reckon? I reckon he'll go. It's uh, Star Trek Generations. He's just watching all his favourite films on a black and white telly, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I reckon. Yeah, it could work that way. Uh, Avatar. No, that's not black and white. It is when no, I watch. You don't it. even need a black and white telly anymore. You know. You, if you watch it on your the PC, the, the settings you can uh, you can yeah, mess with. In monochrome. Yeah, you can just turn it down. But you should say Mimi, because I might end up doing that in black and white. I'm still not quite sure yet, but, you know, poss- <laughs> possibly. So that, that's intriguing me now. Hmm, okay. All right. Well, we don't need to pick a topic for next episode then, because we've got the black and white one. But yeah. I, I've got my five. marathon or anything like that. No, we don't need to do any. I had topics to the week. I do quite like them. Don't leave them in the fridge, though, because when you bite into them, and you snap oh, your gum yeah. off. <laughs> not fun. Mars Mars, not too bad. Topics, not so good. You might as well chow down on a Yorkie. Small geezers. I, I would never chew down on a small geezer. Well, small geezers are great. To be, to be fair, they're 20 quid, 20 quid, isn't it? So. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm good. It's fine. Marathon know, yeah. or Snickers, you tell me which. <laughs> Uh, if you've still got marathon bars in your cupboard, you need to do a clear out, Rob. Ooh. <laughs> you need to clear them out. So uh, I'm trying to think. If, is there anything else we need to cover? Um, I can't think. It just seem to be a while. Yeah, it's just yeah, kind of. I think while. everyone's sort of shell shocked. Yeah, we're kind of. Every you, you've just done like you know marathon, um, you know work shifts, so oh, you God, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, Rob's ill. I'm going through a house move. <laughs> what day is it? Um, yeah, Thursday. I had to think then. I genuinely yeah. had to think what day it was. Exactly. I ah. had no idea. I know, think because of this podcast, I'm sleeping all day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna. Have a, I'm gonna sleep in, but because Annette's getting up to go to the gym, she's going to go swimming. So she, she's joined a gym. I'm impressed. So, she said to me, she's like, do you want to come with me? I'm like, no, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm, no, I don't have the energy. I'm still healing after the monkey virus of last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm done now. I'm, I'm back to 100%. So it was, I think for me, it was whatever the virus was at the beginning. Never did find out what that was. Oh, I went to doctors the other week. That was, which Bob knew, but nobody else did. So they, they sent me a message saying, right, we need you in for your annual yeah, it was annual. Hope they didn't spell that wrong. <laughs> blood pressure check. So I'm like, okay, I'll get that done. So she's, oh, your blood pressure's a bit high. I'm like, well, it will be because I've just sprinted half an hour because there was no buses. <laughs> so she tested it again. She was well, it's gone down a little bit, but it's still quite high. I'm like, again, it's because I've just sprinted half an hour and I've not had any breakfast and whatnot. So she said, well, I'll just take a blood test just because. Just I'm like, all right, 
fair enough. That's like third blood test of one in a year. So I passed the first two, yay. And then they sent me a text message the morning after saying, oh, we've got your results back. Like, that's really bad. It's like the day after you've got it back. So, oh, you need to come in so we can discuss some things. I'm like, oh, God, what's happened? Oh, oh what is it? What is it? What is it? So they, they got me an appointment for like the Wednesday after. And I went in and I sat down. The doctor's like, right, uh, nothing to worry about. I'm like, okay, thanks. I've been worrying all week, but never mind. <laughs> she said, your blood tests have all come back. They're, they're fine. Everything's clear. Other than one thing. I'm like, is that cholesterol by any chance? She went, yes. She said, it is a little bit high. So I'm like, okay. How high is it? She went, well, it's a lot less than it was last time. Okay. <laughs> I said, well, that's because I've changed my diet and I'm doing a bit more exercise and I'm drinking more water instead of pop and all that sort of stuff. She went, oh, just keep doing what you're doing and it's fine. <laughs> I spent a week worrying. That's oh. probably why my blood pressure is. And it was, it was like, you know, oh, you need to try and lower it. Well, you've just said I'm lowering it, so I'm doing well. So if I keep doing well, it'll get better, won't it? She went, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for that week of worry for no apparent reason. And then I said to her, that they had this weird virus thing, and nobody was ever, to f- nobody ever found out what it was. She went, "Oh, that's strange." Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> Long live the NHS! <laughs> You're a bunch of geniuses. But I still never found out what it was. I think it was, it was the original virus. It was pulled shoulder muscles and arm muscles because of the way I was sitting at work. It was yeah. I needed a new pair of glasses, so that was giving me headaches and. The balance was off. I think it was probably. Yeah. I think everything that was possibly wrong. No one thing, but a perfect oh. storm altogether. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I, I think it was. That, it was perfect that storm. Zombie virus. That, but you know, we, we managed to uh, cure it for everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> How were you in the cold? Because you had the, the monkey virus for a little while, and Bob, you had it for a little while. Is it all yep. pretty much? Yeah, I think it's all settled down now. My body's back to saying, right, well, if, if there's nothing wrong with you, then uh, we'll, we'll kill you back. <laughs> if we're not needed yeah, everywhere else. we can't get else. you this way, so we're going to get you the other. Yep. Yeah. If anybody needs us, we'll be in the back. Not a problem. Thanks <laughs> a bunch. But, yeah. Oh, we just need to go swimming for a week. Just float up down at a pool. Yep. <laughs> so that'll do. Yes. Like I said, planning on giving that a try. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm, we're going away somewhere in October. Oh, we don't nice. know where yet, but... It's funny. As, as long as it's a pool. I, I, I'm doing exactly the same thing. Where oh. are you going? Have you decided where? Um, it's uh, obviously got to cater for the little ones, so it's uh, it's a haven park. Yeah. So uh, there, there's apparently lots to do, so uh, it should be lots of fun. I got my new passport back. Ooh. That, that's <laughs> renewed. £94 to renew a passport, I'm just Ouch. saying. What that's colour? Pretty, that's what I said. Uh, burgundy. Uh, there you go. You see, yeah, Brexit hasn't happened yet, so... Yeah. Brexit's not going to happen. We're, <laughs> no, it, it's just, it's uh, not really. With a, with a few minutes to go, we had to go there. It's not. Somebody was uh, somebody. <laughs> this at work this last was night. a nice break from uh, from the Brexit talk, the Brexit news. Somebody was uh, bleating it, bleating on about it at work last night. It's one of the managers. She sat behind me and she's like, "Oh, Brexit! Like, do we really have to talk about? It's just, it's never going to happen. Don't care." Yeah, what do you want for your Brexit? Oh, fried eggs, bacon. No, that's breakfast. (laughs) Just scrap it. Um, At least we know we get breakfast. Yes. And this woman's like, she's not about deals and no deal. I don't even know what Noel Edmonds has got to do with it. And I turned around to her. I the banker is, but someone might mishear it. Well, I think we know he's got blonde hair. And um, 
so she she was all about deals and no deals. I just turned around to her and went, if we're leaving, we shouldn't, do, we shouldn't have a deal. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if I leave my workplace, do I still get to keep my staff discount? <laughs> no. If we want to leave, bugger off. No deal whatsoever. That shut her up. <laughs> it's, true, it's like, if you leave, you leave. Yeah. It's like Bob's Bob's getting rid of his house that he's in now. You can't go, oh, can I still keep some keys? <laughs> no. Because it's not your house anymore. He's got another one. Yep. You know. Good point. Good point. No. No disrespect to the house you're in, Bob, but you're going to a better house, aren't you? Exactly. Going to a very nice house. So yeah. There you go. So you can imagine if the previous owners went, "Oh, I'm just going to keep some keys." No, you're not. That's why I'm changing the locks. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't watch the news anymore. It's just stupid and crap. Yeah. I watch movie news. It's much better. <laughs> Mind so you, what's it? Some of the news is quite interesting. Is it though? Yeah. If I could have got a lift yesterday. I would have had a fantastic evening. Ooh, why was Christine Hendricks filming near your workplace? No, did you not hear about the incident on the M6? Ooh, no. Apparently, yesterday evening at about, I think it was about seven thirty, mm-hmm. um, on the M6 near Nutsford, thirty-two thousand liters of concentrated gin was spilled after a crash. Wow. A wagon ran into the back of a tanker carrying concentrated oh. gin. People were complaining about this. If I'd have been stuck in the traffic, I'd have been, you know, engine off, book it out the you know, out of the boot and I'd have gone and you know, filled up. Wow. So the- and why didn't you? Because you didn't get a lift. <laughs> yeah. So this is it, yeah. You know. There you go. A gin incident as they call it. Mm. Wow. At least it wasn't a, a jizz incident. Oh. That would have been that would have been bad. Yes. Yeah, wouldn't have seen that one coming, would you? Oh, oh dear. No. Can we end go. now? The, the last, <laughs> yeah, the last I think five we are anyway. this podcast. <laughs> well, you were complaining we were talking about Brexit, so we just had to derail it even worse. So, <laughs> no. Just managed to. So, what have you got planned for the rest of the week, Rob? Uh, sleep. Okay. Where, where can people find you on the Twitter sphere? Um, in bed. In bed. <laughs> at in bed. Yeah. At in bed. People will tweet you at in bed. No. Uh, at Mr. Ordire. Right. And Bob, what have you got planned for the rest of the week other than work and sitting, waiting and packing boxes? I've got an Emily weekend, so my daughter's going to be over. Um, okay, yeah, the house is quite full of boxes, but mm-hmm. we'll still get things to do. Because, um, I mean, we've got a family party on the Sunday. Which because... is why we're recording tonight. Exactly, yes. Um, basically, it was Emily's birthday last weekend. It's my mother's birthday on Monday. So we have a family get-together kind of in the middle just to kind of celebrate both. So wow. that's Sunday. Sounds good. And what are you uh, up? As, um, nothing. I have nothing at all. I'm, uh, I'm just going to be sitting rewriting the third Mimi. And playing games. Which... I'm playing games. I was uh, probably 10 minutes before we started podcasting. I was sitting, typing away and rewriting the script. So I'm definitely, I'm into this whole rewriting <laughs> thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that at the minute. So I want to have a sit down with uh, Lamissa and Lamissa's mom at some point going, right, let's sort schedules out. By the way, <laughs> read this. Feel free to run out the front door at any point. <laughs> and uh, just, just sort the logistics out of filming yeah. and whatnot. So. If you run out of the front door screaming, I know I've got the darkness right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But no, she's, she's just nuts. She's like, oh, I love it. 
Really? Did you read it all? <laughs> yep, read it all. You did read it all? Yep. It wasn't too dark? Oh, no. We don't need it darker. Okay, <laughs> let me just email social services. Then. I do have to say, and you know, kind of make Rob really jealous on this, uh, that scene that you showed me of Lamissa kind of when you took her, you know, her basically doing the, uh, the acting from the first one, I thought yeah. that was phenomenal, you know. Even was, this though, her, was this her uh, a little bit angry one? That's the one. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought she was doing really well. I'm looking forward to seeing the finished product and the, the next two, like I say. Me too. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's bringing I'm, I'm, a lot to the role. She's amazing. She's on uh, Deep Water at the minute, which is on, I believe, ITV. So Ooh. she's uh, she's currently on television. And on that, she's... I was going to say, didn't you say she was also working with um, Zara and... Yeah, she's working on Zara Fithian on the film Tribal, Ooh. and she's just finished filming for I don't know which season it is. I think it's like season four, I think, of something called The Worst Witch. Ah. So she's in that, and she is either filming or has filmed scenes for Ackley Bridge, which is a which is a bit like Waterloo Road yeah. type thing, which is a very good show. She's all over the place, and she's still taking the time out to film with me, which kind of blows my mind. She's like, oh, she, she really wants to film with me. I'm like, oh, okay, you do realize I'm, I'm not Netflix. I'm just like, you know, me. But they seem to like me for some reason, so I'm all right with that. I, I think, so I think it's because – but I've also told her – told her mum, I said, right, I want her to direct something. I don't care what it is. She could do whatever she wants, but we've got all the camera equipment that she needs. And, you know yeah. – We've got all the resources. I wanted to direct something within the next 12 months. So I don't know what that will be, but that's one of the other reasons I want to sit down with her and the mum going, right, what do you want to do? Excellent. Because so, I might as well. They've been really good to me, so I need Anything to reciprocate do, yeah. it. Definitely. Yep. Mm. So that, that's the plan. <laughs> so where can people find you on Twitter, Bob? At Bag o Rats. Is a bag and then zero rats. Yes. So it's, but it's, there's a lot more rats in the bag than zero. There is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'll let you two guys go. You enjoy the rest of your evening. It's been great getting everybody back together again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is good. And Thank you should, very much, both of you. Thank we you. We should be able to do it, not, obviously not this Sunday because we've recorded tonight, but we should be okay for the next Sunday if indeed, you, uh, indeed, you yeah. guys are around, um, unless Bob's moving into his new house then or whatever. But. Oh, no, I'll be, I'm on call that weekend, so uh-huh. yeah, I will be tied to the house here, So which gives me a good excuse, like I say, more boxing up. I mean, after this weekend, this is the last time that Emily will be here. So I basically get to dismantle her bed and start putting a lot of the boxes from the attic in that bedroom. <laughs> you do. And yeah. we, shall, uh, we shall do our black and white movies homework and Bob can, uh, Rob can bring his weird, I'm planning something but not giving the common courtesy to share what it is to the rest of us. So I'm looking Does forward to that involve surprise. Power Rangers. The top 10 Power Ranger episodes. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> not really, but it would be fun. <laughs> Well, you should do a solo show for that, Rob. I think. That, would be a, that would be a good Oh, biting. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, I shall let you go, guys, but take care, and I will catch up with you soon. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye for now, gents. Bye-bye.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.